Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 97, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! <laughs> it's a story. It's big! Never boring. No way! For his glory. Always! It's God's Big Story. Okay, boys and girls, welcome back. It is the last Moose Day Tuesday for three whole months. So, well, moo like it's your last day of school and you're off on your summer holidays. Three, two, one, moo! Hi, everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Mm. Oh, gosh, Marvin, what were you doing? Your knees are all muddy. Oh, Oh, yeah, well, we were playing cowball earlier, and the ball went over the fence. And, yeah, I had to crawl under on my knees to get it. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then I got stuck. Oh, what, under the fence? Yep. So, well, what did you do? Well, I wiggled a bit, and that didn't work. And then I mooed, Dave. You mooed? How did that help? Well, Dave, we cows don't have a lot of problem-solving options, so mostly, if we get in trouble, we just moo real loud, and then the farmer comes and helps. Oh, I see. And did he? Uh, she did, Dave. Gosh, sexist much? Yeah, she got me out. (laughs) Okay, sorry. How? Oh, well, she just added some moobrication, Dave. Moobrication? Yeah, Dave. Butter. She rubbed butter on my back, and I just slipped right out of there. (laughs) Okay, I see. Well, I'm glad you got here, Marvin. Yeah, me too, Dave. A cow can only moo so long. Okay, well, today, Marvin, we are finishing up Corinthians chapter 14. Yesterday, Paul was talking about speaking in tongues and prophesying and how gifts like that were to be used to serve the church, not just for the good of the person with the gifts. Okay, yeah, sure. Now, today we'll hear as Paul talks about when the Corinthians come together to worship, when these spiritual gifts are being used, well, what should that look like? How should that all be done? Okay, okay, so well, what are we listening for, Dave? Well, Marvin, Paul says that God is not a God of disorder. He is a God of what? Oh, okay. Okay, so God is a God of what? Got it. Oh, well, do I get to read today, Dave? Uh, Actually, no. Sorry, Marv. So I was talking to the rest of the gang yesterday, and they all wanted to read one more time before we break for the summer. And you see, I already have a guest reader for this Friday. So, yeah, I said Gary could read today. Oh, that's okay. Hi, guys. Oh, hi, Gary. So, Gary, today we're reading 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 26 to 40. You got it, Dave. Here we go. Brothers and sisters, what should we say then? When you come together, each of you brings something. You bring a hymn or a teaching or a message from God. You bring a message in another language or explain what was said in that language. Everything must be done to build up the church. No more than two or three people should speak in another language, and they should speak one at a time. Then someone must explain what was said. If there is no one to explain, the person speaking should keep quiet in the church. They can speak to themselves and to God. Only two or three prophets are supposed to speak. Others should decide if what is being said is true. What if a message from God comes to someone else who is sitting there? Then the one who is speaking should stop. Those who prophesy can all take turns. In that way, everyone can be taught and be given hope. Those who prophesy should control their speaking. God is not a God of disorder. He is a God of peace. 
just as in all the churches of the Lord's people. Women should remain silent in church meetings. They are not allowed to speak. They must follow the lead of those who are in authority, as the law says. If they have questions about something, they should ask their own husbands at home. It is shameful for women to speak in church meetings. Or, did the word of God begin with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? Suppose anyone thinks they are a prophet. Or suppose they think they have other gifts given by the Holy Spirit. They should agree that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But anyone who does not recognize this will not be recognized. Brothers and sisters, you should want to prophesy. And don't stop people from speaking in languages they had not known before. But everything should be done in a proper and orderly way. Thanks, Gary. Okay, Marv, so God is a God of what? Oh, well, peace, Dave. Yeah, it was peace, but hold up! Did Paul just say that women can't speak in church? I mean, what? Women speak in our church all the time. You know, they pray and read the Bible and stuff. I mean, should I moo at them and tell them to be silent? Uh, no, Marvin, you should not do that. But then why does Paul say that, Dave? Well, Marvin, boys and girls, here's the thing about these verses. Nobody is actually 100% certain just what Paul means here. Well, it seems pretty clear to me, Dave. He says women should remain silent. Well, yes, Marvin, those are the words he wrote. But here's the thing, Marvin. Back in chapter 11, Paul had given some instructions about how, when women were praying and prophesying, remember speaking words of truth from God, that they should do it with their heads covered. So Paul clearly doesn't think that women should just never be allowed to open their mouths when they go to church. And so that's why this is puzzling. Just what was Paul talking about? Huh, yeah, it's confusing. So there are a bunch of different ideas about what Paul actually means when he says this, about who exactly he's talking to and what kind of speaking he says shouldn't be happening. But here's all I'm going to say about it, and I think it's maybe all we need to know about it. So this whole part of chapter 14 is Paul saying that when we come together to worship, it's not just a free-for-all. You don't just say or shout out whatever you want whenever you want to say it. It's not just what we want to do or say or what we feel. Again, our concern should be for all our brothers and sisters who are around us. See, three times in this chapter he says that people should be silent. In verse 28, if people are speaking another language and no one can understand it, well, they should be silent. In verse 30, if someone gets a message from God, then whoever is speaking should be silent so that that message can be spoken. And here in verse 34 and 35, where Paul says women should be silent. So, like I said, if we know that Paul isn't just someone who thinks that women should keep their mouths shut all the time, well, I think what we can say is whatever Paul means here, whatever he wanted to stop happening, it was something that was disruptive. Paul is appealing for order. Like he said, God is not a God of disorder. Disorder and chaos does not please him. He is the God of peace. And so our church services should not be out of control and chaotic. When we come to worship our God, there should be order and peace. And male or female, that should be our concern. That should guide how we behave and conduct ourselves. If we're doing anything that is distracting or that isn't for the good of the whole church, well, then we need to be silent. Okay, yeah. So I don't need to moo at any women. No, Marvin. You see, mooing would be disruptive and chaotic, and Paul would definitely not be happy with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess not. See, in the verses we read today, Paul says everything that happens in church should be for the good of everyone who's there. If anything is going on that is not, then it needs to stop. Be silent. Boys and girls, the worship of our God is too important to allow just anything to happen. 
It can't just be anything goes. That would bring chaos. And that is no way to worship our God. He is not chaotic. And so we worship with order and in peace. It's like this, boys and girls. If the queen or the president was coming to your school on an official visit, do you think the teachers would just say, OK, everyone, let's just see what happens on the day. If anybody feels like singing a song or making a speech, you just stand up and go for it. Oh, no way, Dave. No, it's too important an occasion for that. And every Sunday when we gather together, we do so to meet with the King of Kings, the creator God of the universe. That's what we're all invited to every single Sunday. And so, boys and girls, be part of that. Our churches might do things a bit differently, but however your church worships, don't just sit and watch. Don't be a spectator. You are one of those body parts that all work together. So when your church sings, well, really think about the words you sing and sing them to God because you mean them. Really listen to the prayers that are prayed and say amen. Make them your prayers too. Listen when the Bible is being read and when someone is teaching. Be part of everything that is going on because our worship is important, really important. It's not take it or leave it if you feel like it that week. It's not about any of us just doing whatever we feel like doing. It's what we, the family of God, do together so that we are all blessed and encouraged and taught every single Sunday. Okay, yeah, so Sundays are a pretty big deal. Yep, sometimes we forget it, but they really are. And so this Sunday, boys and girls, I hope you remember that. And, well, that will do us for today, Marv. So we'll say goodbye. We'll be back with Benjamin tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.